48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines. An expert warns that up to 5% of the Hong Kong people being evacuated from Wuhan will be infected with COVID-19. The MTR Corporation comes under fire after a report on last September's derailment criticises maintenance staff. The Monetary Authority cuts a key lending rate, matching an overnight move by the US Federal Reserve. And LGBT activists score a landmark win in the High Court. A top microbiologist says he expects up to 5% of the Hong Kong residents to be evacuated from Wuhan will be infected with the coronavirus. Janice Wong reports. The government says it hopes to bring back 258 Hong Kong residents on two chartered flights today from virus-stricken Wuhan and Hubei province. Speaking at the airport before leaving, the Secretary for Constitutional and Mainland Affairs, Patrick Nip, said 14 of the evacuees were pregnant and four others were students. He said officials accompanying the flights wouldn't be quarantined on their return, but would be monitored with daily temperature checks. Meanwhile, top microbiologist Ho Pak Leung from the University of Hong Kong Center for Infection says he expects 1 to 5 percent of the evacuees will be infected, including people who have the virus but are asymptomatic. He praised the government, saying it had been very transparent about the evacuation plan and quarantine arrangements. The flights are due to arrive in Hong Kong at 5.10 p.m. and 8.40 p.m. today. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, has paid an unannounced visit to a public housing estate in Qingyi where four people contracted the new coronavirus last month. Mrs Lam was briefed by housing officials in Hongmei House and didn't speak to reporters. The building was partially evacuated after a woman who lives 10 floors directly below a COVID-19 patient was, direct, was diagnosed with the illness. The woman's son and daughter-in-law later also tested positive. Several residents in the same tower were quarantined after officials suspected a modified pipe might have led to further infections. And mainland authorities have reported 38 more coronavirus deaths, but a fall in new cases for a third day. There are 115 new cases in the epicentre, Hubei province, and four elsewhere. South Korea has reported 142 more cases and four more deaths. The pro-establishment DAB party has called on the government to set up a database of people's bank accounts and other details for quicker cash handouts in future. They made the proposal in a meeting with the financial secretary, Paul Chan, to discuss how to speed up the processing of a $10,000 cash handout that was promised in last week's budget. DAB chairwoman Starry Lee says the party is aware of privacy concerns about such a database so the government would need people's consent. If they put forward that policy, they have to go through the relevant commission. And I don't think it will breach that law. But I will see there is a huge expectation from the general public that the government uh, should have that type of system for future communication and for future use. The government can provide an option for the people if they really don't want to have the account rest with the government. In a landmark win for LGBT rights in the SAR, the High Court has ruled that the Housing Authority's policy of excluding same-sex couples who have married abroad from applying for public rental housing as an ordinary family is unlawful and unconstitutional. A judicial review was brought against the authority by a same-sex couple, sex couple who married in Canada and live in Hong Kong as permanent residents. Their application for public housing as an ordinary family was rejected because their relationship didn't meet the dictionary definition of husband and wife. Judge Anderson Chow ruled that the authority couldn't justify the differential treatment and must reconsider the application. 
Civil engineer Albert Lai says a train derailment in September was a disaster waiting to happen due to, sl- due to sloppy oversight by the MTR Corporation. Eight people were injured in the incident. In a report released yesterday, the MTRC said the maintenance team had a knowledge gap about fixing a widening gap in the tracks. Mr Lai from the Professional Commons think tank called this an understatement. In practice, what we found is that it's very sloppy culture. I mean, these procedures are not followed by the maintenance team. Also, the management team basically ignore the responsibility in even asking for those reports to be submitted. This is really a management failure that needs to be looked at seriously because we don't know whether the same sort of uh, sloppy culture, uh, sloppy practices are happening uh, you know, in other areas as well. A railway union says MTR management should take some responsibility for the flawed repair work. Speaking on an RTHK program, Lam Wai Kung, the chairman of the Hong Kong Federation of Railway Trade Unions, says management should try and obtain more information about parts before they buy them. He also said frontline staff may not always be able to follow up on a problem immediately because they often have a big workload. The Hong Kong Monetary Authority has matched an overnight rate cut by the U.S. Federal Reserve. It cut the base rate by 50 basis points to 1.5%. Earlier, the Fed cut a key lending rate by 50 basis points because of what it called the evolving economic risks posed by the coronavirus outbreak. Here's the bank's chairman, Jerome Powell. The virus and the measures that are being taken to contain it will surely weigh on economic activity, both here and abroad, for some time. The magnitude and persistence of the overall effects on the, on the economy, however, remain highly uncertain, and the situation remains a fluid one. Against this background, the committee judged that the risks to the U.S. outlook have changed materially. In response, we have eased the stance of monetary policy to provide some more support to the economy. In Hong Kong, HSB has announced that it won't change its savings rate and best lending rate. Last November, the bank cut its best lending rate by 12.5 basis points following a reduction by the U.S. Central Bank. The bank's chief executive for Hong Kong, Diane Cesar, said the latest decision has taken into consideration the macroeconomic situation, domestic funding demand and supply, as well as the competitive landscape. She added that the low interest rate environment is likely to persist. Overseas and the former Vice President of the United States, Joe Biden, is currently ahead in the Super Tuesday primaries, with polls showing him projected to win seven of the 14 states. Mr Biden has the most votes in Virginia and North Carolina. Mr Biden cited his victories when he addressed supporters at a rally in Los Angeles. Virginia! North Carolina! Alabama! Tennessee! Minnesota! Senator Bernie Sanders is ahead in the states of Vermont, Colorado and Utah. Speaking at a rally in his home state of Vermont, he expressed confidence that he would win the Democratic nomination to take on President Trump. When we began this race for the presidency, everybody said it couldn't be done. But tonight, I tell you with absolute confidence, we are going to win the Democratic nomination. And we are going to defeat the most dangerous president in the history of this country. Results from Massachusetts, the home state of Senator Elizabeth Warren, suggest that Mr. Biden is leading. Polls have closed in all of the states taking part. Super Tuesday is the biggest single day of primaries in the process to decide who will represent the Democrats in November's presidential election. 
President Trump has spoken by telephone to a senior Taliban leader a few days after the group signed a peace deal with the United States. In a call that would previously have been unthinkable, they discussed how to implement the agreement in Afghanistan. Mr. Trump said the conversation went very well. I spoke to the leader of the Taliban today. We had a good conversation. Uh, we've agreed there's no violence. We don't want violence. We'll see what happens. They're dealing with Afghanistan, but we'll see what happens. A very good talk with the leader of the Taliban. A Taliban spokesman said they talked for more than half an hour and had both expressed the desire to bring peace to the country. Ethiopia has accused the United States of overstepping its role as a neutral observer on the controversial $4 billion US dollar Grand Ethiopian Renaissance, Renaissance Dam on the River Nile. Here's the BBC's Yusuf Taha. Washington says final testing and filling of the dam should not take place without Egypt, Sudan and Ethiopia signing an agreement mediated by the U.S. Treasury. But Ethiopia has refused to sign and has skipped the latest round of talks. Egypt, which relies on the Nile for 90% of its water, has viewed the project as an existential threat since construction began in 2011. President Trump told his Egyptian counterpart, Abdel Fattah el-Sisi, in a phone call on Tuesday that Washington would continue its tireless efforts to resolve the dispute. Facebook is reported to be rethinking its plans for a digital currency following resistance from regulators. The company announced the launch of the currency last year to make payments easier. From San Francisco, here's the BBC's Zoe Thomas. Facebook will offer government-backed currencies such as the US dollar and euro, along with its own digital currency, Libra, when it launches its online wallet later this year. That's according to reports from Bloomberg News and the technology site, The Information. The launch date for Facebook's online wallet to hold this money will also be delayed. It's expected to launch in October instead of the summer of 2020. Regulators around the globe have raised questions about the Libra project since Facebook founded it. They want to know how Facebook will ensure the currency is not used by criminals. Australian scientists are developing a satellite that can better identify where bushfires might start. The small spacecraft will carry infrared detectors specifically tuned to the country's dominant vegetation, in particular its widespread eucalyptus trees and shrubs. The data would be used to help assess the amount of fuel available for fires to take hold. And 50 members of a near-extinct bird species have been returned to their natural habitat in the Amazon after being transported from Germany. A small population of the bright blue birds known as Spix macaws were bred by conservationists in Germany over the past four years, few years, I'm sorry, with the aim of reintroducing some of them into the wild. Finance in the Bank of East Asia says it will carry out a comprehensive review of its portfolio of businesses and assets with the support of activist investor Elliott Management. The U.S. hedge fund has previously urged the bank to consider putting itself up for sale in an open letter to shareholders, saying it believed it was poorly run. The investor also launched legal proceedings against the bank and against some former and serving directors. Now it said it would put the apply to put the proceedings on hold. In a statement, the bank said the review would focus on identifying potential strategic transactions that would enhance the value of the bank's existing businesses and assets. Currencies, the US dollar is trading at 107.41 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 11 cents. The pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 94 cents. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 26,308, 24 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $58 billion. And now with the sports, here's Adam Chung. We start with football and the big upset in the English FA Cup. 
Barkley outside the centre circle, still going. Barkley now 30 yards out. Barkley to the edge of the oh! air! And Barkley with the finish! And the former Everton player with a thunderous drive beats Adrian! And Chelsea now have a two-goal cushion as the higher place in the last eight. It's Chelsea 2, Liverpool 0. The runaway English Premier League leaders Liverpool have dropped their second straight game, this time losing 2-0 to Chelsea in the fifth round of the FA Cup. Willian scored in the first half after his shot was misplayed by goalkeeper Adrian. Ross Barkley added a second after the break. Let's hear now from the winning manager Frank Lampard, whose Chelsea side are through to the quarterfinals. Really proud because uh, they're the best team in the land. Man City have proven that in the last two years, but this year what they're doing in the league is incredible. Um, so for us to put in the, the effort, the focus, uh, the determination, the quality that we put into the game was something special tonight. And it's a one-off and we know and I'm very aware that there's a long, lot of work to do and a long way to go here to get to where we want to go. But you have to celebrate those moments and particularly when you get a second because you know how dangerous Liverpool are to the last minutes. So to go two up was great. And another positive as well, the performance of Kepper in goal. Yeah, yeah, made some good saves for us. Um, again, when needed as well, because in tough matches against Liverpool, if the feeling is we've played Liverpool twice this year, and we, we maybe played better in both games, actually, in terms of football and then and, and control of the game. Um, but things didn't go for us, and goals at the wrong time. Kepa made some vital saves for us, which obviously um, kept us in it early in the game, and then we get our goal, and then you know the, the game goes from there. But really pleased with Kepa. It's not easy, you know, everyone wants to play. Goalkeepers get scrutinised probably more than any other position. So he's shown good character, and he played well. Two more Premier League sides have progressed to the quarterfinals with narrow victories last night. Billy Sharp scored in extra time to give Sheffield United a 2-1 win at Reading. Newcastle were up 3-0 and had to hold on in the end for a 3-2 win at West Brom. Here at home, the Hong Kong Football Association have announced new arrangements for FA Cup and Premier League matches to be played at Chung Kwan O Sports Ground this month after the government agreed to open its venue for local football to resume. On Saturday, Rangers take on Eastern in the first of two knockout games in the FA Cup. Lee Man faced Tai Po on Sunday. The quarterfinal and semifinal matches will all be played within this month and there will be live streaming for all FA Cup matches. The Hong Kong Premier League resumes on March the 10th with Southern taking on Kitchi. Details of matches in April and onwards will be announced at a later time. And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. An expert warns that up to 5% of the Hong Kong people being flown home from Wuhan could be expected could be infected with COVID-19. The MTR Corporation comes under fire after a report on last September's derailment criticises maintenance staff. And the Monetary Authority cuts a key lending rate matching an overnight move by the US Federal Reserve. The news from RTHK.
And welcome to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday afternoon. Yo! Wednesday, the fourth of March, is today's date. Many thanks once again to Phil for the morning brew. That's right, we have a busy show for you. Just after a half past one, we're talking about plastic waste and how we can all help. That's right, uh, Dana Winograd, the Director of Operations of Plastic Free Seas, will be joining us about their great no.